Hey guys, welcome back to the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tiffany. And in this week's episode, I want to talk about being mindful and what that means and what it really looks like. You know, if uh, you've been following along from the beginning, then you've probably heard me mention a couple hundred times by now that being mindful is an important part of having good mental health. So I figured now would be a good time to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Let's really dig down deep and get to the bottom of what being mindful really means. And I'm going to give you some helpful tips as always on how to practice being mindful and to really help yourself to really stop, think, and then act to ensure that you're being as mindful as you can. So the questions of the day are, are you being mindful? Do you know what being mindful means? And are you aware, which is a key word here, of what being mindful looks like? And it's perfectly fine if you answered no or not sure to one or all of these because I'm here to help you change that. So first, let's get what into the word mindfulness actually means. Um, The simple answer here is that it's the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. So now if we take it a step further, it's also defined as a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting your feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations, which is commonly used as a therapeutic technique. So being mindful is really a whole body experience. You know, it's, it's about being in tune with yourself. To be mindful, it means to really pay full attention to something. It means slowing down to really notice what you're doing and how you're doing it and how it's making you feel. And in the same breath, it also means to be aware of others and how what you do and say can make them feel. And if we take a second and refer back to the episode where I talked about boundaries, I mentioned that in order to have good, um, healthy boundaries, you really need to work on yourself and that the ability to respect the boundaries of others really comes within, right? The same thing applies here. I believe that in order to be mindful of the feelings and thoughts of the people around you, you really first need to be mindful of your, your own um, thoughts and feelings. And just like everything else, I do feel like people either have good, like healthy self-awareness skills or they don't. And some people really do lack awareness and that's okay, you know, because believe it or not, there are ways to practice and work on being more mindful for both your sake and the sake of others. You know, you just have to be willing to learn and make some adjustments and it will take some time and practice, but it can be done, you know really everything we do in our lives takes some degree of mindfulness. You know, our daily routine may appear to be pretty mindless and we sort of just like do things without thinking. But from the minute that we wake up, we're consciously making decisions. We are deciding on what to eat, on what to wear. We're mindful that we have to get to work on time. Whether we make it there on time is another story. But, you know, we also know that to have good physical health, you need to um, be mindful of what you eat and the amount of exercise you get to have good hygiene. You have to be mindful to take care of yourself and bathe and not walk around smelling like an old pair of gym socks. And I know this sounds like something that should be considered like mindless, but trust me, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news here, but some people really aren't aware when their hygiene routine really needs to be bumped up a notch. I'm just saying. Anyway, let's see. What other everyday things do we do that we're mindful? Uh, Let's see work, school, social outings, or just being out in public period, you know, we're like subconsciously being mindful in these settings because of the societal rules that have been set. You know, we behave and we act in a certain way that's acceptable in these settings um, versus the way that you might act at home. 
You know, you're mindful not to just blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. Most of us anyway. Um, you know, you use that built-in filter and you're mindful to censor out what is okay to say and what's not. This kind of awareness is in part being mindful, but really at like a surface level. And sometimes even this concept is hard for some people to grasp. Um, you know, some people just say and do whatever they want, like whenever they want with no regard or despite how it might make others feel, you know, or how it might affect someone, you know, there's, and there's a word for people like that. Um, oh, I can't think of what it's called. Um, hold on. Oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those people are called assholes. Um, yeah. So anyway, all jokes aside, being mindful goes much deeper than just being polite and saying please and thank you and all that kind of stuff. That's great. But being mindful is about truly being like in the moment and being in tune with yourself and your surroundings. You know, being mindful is about what's happening now. It's not about yesterday. It's not about tomorrow. It's not even about like an hour from now. Mindfulness is about now. It's about being present. And, you know, to be mindful, you really have to be in the moment. So let's think about this for a minute and, and really ask yourself, when you're having a conversation with someone or any time that you're the listener, even if you're listening to this, are you actually listening? Are you actually hearing what's being said? Or does your mind drift? Do you start to think about answers? Or maybe you start thinking about your own shit that's coming up. Or maybe you're fidgeting with your phone or something like that. So if any of these things are true, and, and you're doing these things while someone is speaking, especially when they're telling you something that's like heartfelt or an intense story and you're already mapping out a response or you start thinking about your own issues or your attention has drifted in any way, you're no longer paying attention and you're not being mindful of your own actions or the feelings of the other person, really. And it may appear that you're listening and you may give some sort of like half-ass remarks here and there like, oh yeah, to show that you care, but you're really not listening. You know, you have already put yourself in the future or in a different place than in that conversation. You have already left the present moment. You've left the now and have already placed yourself ahead of the conversation or completely out of the conversation altogether. And maybe you're trying to be helpful and genuine and, and sincere, but by turning the volume down on what is being said in that moment so that you can focus on your own thoughts is really not being mindful. You know, that's really the opposite of mindful. Anytime you're trying to multitask like that, that's when the mindfulness sort of slips away. And maybe you're not realizing that you're doing it, but practicing these things is what helps us to become more mindful, to make us aware that, hey, I didn't even realize I was doing this, you know? And maybe you never really thought about it like this before, and that's okay, but it's important, you know? It's important to be present and aware. It's important to really listen and show the other person that you care about what they have to say and show compassion. It's important to show that empathy and acknowledge what is being said and really tune in and and be respectful of each other you know it's also important to read the room if you will you know you you have to know your place you have to know your audience you know if someone's telling you about their stressful shitty day or a situation that they're dealing with 
that isn't an opportunity or an invitation for you to interject with your own ideas or solutions or even worse, trying to top their story by telling them how your day was even shittier, you know. And I've mentioned this a couple times now, but people don't usually want your advice unless they ask for it. You know, so we really have to know our place. No one is the time to offer advice. No one there when it's the time to sort of pull back and just listen. You know, most times people just want to be heard and they, they, they want to be understood. You know, so acknowledge what they're saying without questioning their feelings or making them feel bad for it in any way. And um, if you need to, you can always refer back to episode 10 for more tips on what being supportive looks like. With all that being said, you know, we all have room for improvement, always. You know, we're always learning and always growing. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, I'm not perfect and I never will be. But I do strive to be pretty mindful and really be aware of myself and my surroundings. You know, when I discuss dealing with setbacks, I mentioned being aware of myself and my emotions. And when I'm dealing with depression or setbacks, and I just need to sort of take that time to be with myself because I don't want to take my frustrations out on anyone, you know, and not to toot my own horn, but honestly, having that kind of self-awareness and being mindful of those things is uh, being responsible, really. You know, it's taking ownership of your feelings and being in the moment and allowing yourself to feel and acknowledge your feelings. That's, that's really what, that's really what it's all about, you know, but I wasn't always that way, you know. There was a time when I was the complete opposite of mindful. I wasn't mindful when I was eating. You know, I would rush through meals as if I was getting like a blue ribbon at the end of it or something. You know, I I also didn't take ownership of my feelings. I sort of had that mentality like if I'm the, if I'm feeling like shit, then you're going to feel like shit too. You know, misery loves company, right? It was a really immature mindset to be honest and um I was very reactive, explosive sometimes, you know, I blow up and react first and then ask questions and think about it later, if at all. It was bad, you know, um, I wasn't in tune with myself the way that I should have been. I would self-sabotage and do things to numb the pain instead of really dealing with my thoughts or my feelings, you know, I wasn't listening to what my body needed. I figured if I ate my feelings or if I numbed myself enough or drank and passed out, I didn't have to think, I didn't have to feel, and I didn't have to deal with anything, you know, and that's not a healthy way for anyone to live, but unfortunately, so many of us do, you know, but also fortunately, there are tools to help turn that around and to help practice mindfulness and being mindful and really tuning into yourself, um, which can in turn be beneficial for your whole body and your whole well-being. You know, mindfulness is about perceiving, acknowledging, and observing. And the tools that are helpful in practicing mindfulness include things like meditation, exercise, and breathing. And you might say, well, don't we just breathe naturally? You would be correct in that assumption. Good. But deep, focused breathing, breathing with a purpose, is and feels much different. When you're starting to practice mindfulness It's usually a good idea to set up some sort of routine for yourself, you know, dedicate a certain amount of time each day to really focus on a mindful activity. And it doesn't have to be extensive, you know, you can do a short breathing exercise or stretching, meditation, whatever you want, you know, Google and YouTube are your friend. Just search the endless activities that are out there that you can do to sort of help you with this. 
Um, for myself recently, I started meditating, you know, usually in the morning I try to do it around the same time each day for at least 10 minutes. Um, and some days I will incorporate my meditation with my walk. And usually that's maybe for like 20 minutes. And when I do it that way, I've now incorporated multiple mindfulness tools into one. You know what I mean? So like, I know we can all find like 10 or 20 minutes throughout the span of our 24 hours to really just focus on ourselves and just take that second to just be with ourselves and really focus, you know. Um, But the important thing is to really try to stick with it. You know, you have to build a habit. It's just like when you're learning anything else for the first time. Consistency is really key, you know, but you'll see that the benefits are really worth putting in that little bit of extra time. And being mindful doesn't mean that you have to like scrutinize everything you do every minute of the day. Like it doesn't have to be that serious, you know, it, the more you do it, it just like becomes habit, like I said, and you start to have a new outlook on life with some really good benefits. And when you start practicing these things, you'll notice that you like just subconsciously start to become more aware and more mindful of what you're doing, like on a daily basis. Um, And the positive benefits for mindfulness are both emotional and cognitive. It can really help with anxiety and depression, as well as really help to give your brain that extra boost that it needs sometimes. It can also help in dealing with relationships and with communication and dealing with stress. And as I always like to say, you know, being aware and mindful is really overall an important part of having good mental health. So that being said, I wish you well on your mindfulness journey. I hope you were able to find this helpful and useful. Hopefully you will take the time to sort of research some mindfulness tools, maybe start with just five minutes a day and sort of increase it as the weeks go up. But trust me, you'll learn to sort of like that kind of thing. And if you're not the meditative type, maybe just go for a walk, focus on your breathing, focus on your steps, be aware of your surroundings, you know, try to maybe disconnect from your phone for a little bit. You know, we all have that habit in this day and age to really be glued to our technology. And that sort of takes us out of, of the present moment where we're zoning out and we're not really like in the moment, you know what I mean? So, um, it's really important. You only get this moment right here, right now once. So, um, you know, really appreciate it and, uh, take it all in. So that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you found, found it helpful and useful. Like I said, if you do decide to give any of these techniques a try, I'd love to hear about it. So follow Meeting Mental Health on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. As always, until we meet next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.